This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. Final grades for week two. This should let's be start easy. with offense. Let's let's start with offense. I will give it a B plus. And I, I give it mm-hmm. a B plus because obviously from the past, listen, uh, the Ravens wide receivers could, Dolphins, DBs for a good good portion of the game could not stop them. Even in the fourth quarter, for the most part, like they were still grabbing and and such. Um, and so that played a big role into this game. Um, Lamar Jackson, obviously, we talked about how fantastic he played. Um, I say B plus because of the fumble, because mm-hmm. of the lack of the conversions, the fourth down, and because of the run game. But I think that the pass game overcompensated for uh their you know, the things that they struggled on because they scored 31 offensive points and you have to still take that into account. So because of that, I'm giving them a B plus. What about you, Cordell? You know, you actually kind of persuaded me a little bit there. I was going to give them an A minus simply because they scored 38 points and, you know, Lamar goes out there and he's just incredible. Uh, today with the four total touchdowns, over 100 yards rushing. Rashad Bateman looked fantastic. Uh, Mark Mark Andrews, although he had a, you know, just an insane drop to start the game. Uh, he had he had plenty of good uh, good moments in the game as well. But you know, only only one touchdown in the second half doesn't do it for me. The run game. Not there. You've got the two different turnovers on downs, including the fumble on the one yard line. You yeah. can't have it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go B plus. It's just as good as they played, as good as they played offensively at times. It just wasn't good enough. And yeah. it wasn't good enough because of their own demise. It's like the good moments were really good. 
but the bad moments were just as impactful. Even though there weren't as many bad moments as there were good, I would say their bad moments were borderline crippling. You yeah. know, and and even even to and we'll get we'll get to the special teams because we actually might actually have to grade the special team. We may have to grade the special teams today. Um, but just looking at this offense. I, I think I I feel comfortable going B plus. I, I can agree with that. Yeah, I can yeah. Agree with that. I, listen, you know, you you ha- if a, if an offense scores thirty plus points, right? You kind of have to be like, okay, well, it's not, it couldn't have been that poor of a day. Right. <laughs> but, right. but there's so many things that they have to work on still. I mean, imagine mm-hmm. imagine how much better this team would be with uh, with um, the offensive line being playing better from a, a run block perspective and be and having running backs that could actually convert. Fourth and ones or third oh and ones. <laughs> you have nobody yeah. getting a push up front. You have the running backs going nowhere fast. Yeah. Or nowhere slow, I should say. <laughs> and you've got, you know, situations where you're fumbling the ball on yeah. the goal line. It just it, it just can't happen. And, and you you hate to see it pretty much handicap you the way it did in the Dolphins game because you, you put up points and you look good doing it. You know, Absolutely. It, was, it was moments where you really look dominant on the offensive side. But if you're not able to, to be able to offset it with the bad plays that they had, it, it's not, it turned out to sour a really good day for them uh, all in all. I completely agree. All right, let's go to the defense. F minus, 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 minus. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if that's even yeah. a thing, right? Like, can you F minus something? I don't we know, but if I could, I'm F minusing it five times, yep. okay? Yep. I got five fingers, I'm F minusing it five times because that's a slap. <laughs> if <Yeah>. I could. <laughs> uh, yeah. Atrocious, horrible, mm-hmm. horrendous. And again, they had times, though, Cordell, where they did play well. That's the part that yeah. is, is crazy, you know? Um the third quarter is just kind of where the tide changed a little bit. They came out yeah. that third quarter, the Dolphins' offense, and they, you know, executed and they played well. And honestly, it just felt like they continued to get momentum. Even though I know that they did, I think the second possession, I believe, after they came out of the half, I believe they punted. But still, it just felt like that there was a momentum that the Dolphins' offense gained. Um, and they fixed some things and they were able, you know, to move the ball on the defense. Uh, we already talked about the lack of communication on that part. That was poor. Uh, you know, the, the lack of pass rush, poor. The linebackers, you know, Patrick Queen had moments where he could have intercepted the ball or broken up passes. And there were times where when they when they first started running zone, there were times where um, they were like picking on Queen and, and they mm-hmm. were successful. They were successful mm-hmm. too. So, you know, listen, the defense – gotta do better like literally a week ago you were in joe flacco's face it felt like every other snap and then today you just were nowhere to be found it, it, it was a disgusting effort uh regard and look everybody was talking about marcus peters i understand marcus peters on his best day wasn't going to ever keep up with tyreek hill let's be clear okay yeah so there's that but awful just an awful effort um because of that fourth quarter from the defense that, yeah i mean completely agree with every single thing you said all the way down to the grade f minus 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 and you know it's amazing how many times the ravens allowed tyree kill to just completely destroy them um going all the way back you know to his days in kansas city where he did the same thing 
You know, this isn't new. You have a scouting report on these guys. And I know these guys are incredibly good, but hey, this is the NFL. You know, nobody gets a pass. Everybody's going up against great players every week. And the Ravens hold a high standard for themselves. And they look good at times out there. But, yeah, you're right. They have plenty of bad moments as well. And you've mentioned Patrick Queen. He didn't play the way he did against the Jets last week at all. Um, mm-hmm. None of these guys did. Not just him. You know, the, where, where was Justin Matter BK? I didn't see him today. You know, where was anybody along the defensive line? Broderick yep. Washington made his presence felt a couple of times. But other than that, I mean, the Ravens, I, I, I didn't get anything from these guys on the defensive side of the ball. And when you look at the running game, the Dolphins were able to run the ball pretty effectively. Oh, yeah. They wanted to. Yep. 11 carries for 51 yards for Raheem yep. Mostert. Uh, Chase Edmonds, five carries, 33 yards. You know, they were able to do what they wanted to do offensively. So they couldn't stop the run and they couldn't stop the pass. And it made it to the point to where you had to respect the play action at a certain times. And it bit them because once you step up and you let a guy like Jalen Waddle or Tyreek Hill go behind you, you're done. You're yep. completely done. None of these guys could cover them, whether it was in man or zone, didn't matter. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm in a grand. I'm going to give these guys an F minus as infinity, you know, right now for the way that they played. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, honestly, it's, it, it, it is the most embarrassing effort I've seen in a long time. And there were mm-hmm. times in the fourth quarter, too, um, Cordell, I could be tripping like, you know, it, it felt like they gave up. It really did. Mm-hmm. It really felt like they gave up, that they were tired or whatever. It, it just felt like they gave up. And, and, and it was embarrassing. It was just. I mean, it definitely, it definitely felt different. It felt like they, you know, got hit unexpected because I think that they thought that the Dolphins were done. If yeah. we're being honest, I, I think yeah. they came out in that second half and they thought the Dolph- the Dolphins were done. The Dolphins yeah. did start the half off with the touchdown, you know, but the Ravens were able to, somewhat returned the favor a little bit but overall yeah the 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 Dolphins came out strong out of that out of the uh end of the half uh drive and scored immediately I mean you score five touchdowns out of your six drives in the second half as opposed to the Ravens who have the one touchdown in the second half did have the field goal on their second to last drive but you have the turnovers on downs you have the punts and definitely, I, I do want to give the special teams grades as well because um, those guys played a part. You definitely it looked good with the Devin Duvernay kickoff return. Obviously, yep. uh, Justin Tucker hits his only field goal opportunity. But Jordan Stout had a, a punt that was yeah not good. yeah, and, and it, I think it landed not pretty good. short of their forty yard line yeah. or something like yeah. that. It was not a good punt. It was not a good punt, and you give a, a team now you give a team with with that's hot, great field position. Yep, that's not what you want to do. Yep, that's, that's never really me. what you want to do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It came at the wrong time. And yeah. um, I had, I've seen people ask, um, one of the possessions in which they went forward on fourth and short, why did they do that? And why did they not go with a punt or um, a field goal, right? And look, I, I know that Justin Tucker, it's a, it's a skill that Justin Tucker has that I think sometimes we take for granted. But it doesn't necessarily mean that Justin Tucker is always going to get a 57, 58-yard field goal, mm-hmm. even though it feels like it, right? Um, so there was that chance. And then someone mentioned um, a punt. Why they didn't they punt? And the thing is, is that, Jordan Stout is still very much a rookie. If this was Sam Cook in his prime, you probably do punt it so you can get him inside the tent. With Jordan Stout, you know, this is a guy that they're not quite sure yet if he can do those things. And that's probably why, you know, if if the analytics say this is a greater chance of you converting this fourth down, if it's fourth and short, then that's what we're going to do. So, you know, and then he had that punt, which showed you like, hey, see why we ain't do that? You know what I mean? Because uh, it didn't really work out one of the punts when you really needed him to push them back further. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know, look, Duvernay kind of gives – he really raises the bar for special yeah. teams for week two because there were some – and obviously Justin Tucker because he's fantastic. All um, right. But outside they of that, you know, for me. Yeah, they yeah. They, they I, I, I give him an A minus because of that punt. Yeah. But outside of that, I, 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 I agree with you. I think that it's – I think that they were phenomenal for the most part outside of that punt. Coaching. Oh. What are we giving coaching? Oh. Coaching. I'm going to give coaching. I'm giving coaching a C minus. Mm. Okay. I will say for the, listen, here's the messed up part about this. Greg Roman actually called a really good game today from a passing perspective. Um, I know we're going to talk about the run game, but I I just think that that's a personnel issue and I don't know what he could have done to make it better. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were some fourth downs that I could not understand why you're just not giving it to Pat Ricard at this point because the other mm-hmm. running backs are not going to get you the first down and your offensive line ain't doing enough to get you the first down. So, I do criticize him there. It is an absolutely fair, uh, you know, critique of his um, because those were piss poor decisions. I think we can all agree on that. Um, but I thought from a from calling the game perspective, hey man, I thought that he did a really good job from a passing perspective, and and this was one of his better games called um, in this position. Again, Mike McDonald, I, I think that. He did make good adjustments. I do. I think that when he took himself out of the base defense and put them in nickel and dime defense, that you you did see some changes. And that's what kind of led to the 28 to 7. But the tides change. And look, that could absolutely be Miami going in the locker room and making their adjustments and the Ravens not making enough adjustments um, in the second half. Because like you said, that's a comfortable lead for most people. So, um, you know, I think while both coordinators, I I think Greg Roman had the better day of the two. Um, I I can't say Mike McDonald didn't do anything. I think that he did. But I just don't think that he also did enough at times. So uh, I have to give them a C C minus for that. I, I, you know. Harbaugh going forward. I don't have an issue for, with him going forward on fourth downs. I know people keep saying take the points. That's not how football goes. You got to try to get all the points, you know. So, so if if you're at if you're at fourth and a foot like the Ravens were, and third and a foot, you got to go for the seven. You have to. Yeah. Um. So I have no problem with that. But I, I just don't like the decision making in terms of how they were trying to convert those fourth downs. I have a big problem with that. 
Yeah, I think a C minus is a fair grade. I mean, I, I'm going to probably be a little harsher here. I think I'm going to go D uh, for coaching. <laughs> I, I, I I thought you you know you you blow a lead like that. I I gotta I gotta mark you down. I That's gotta fair. mark you That's down. Fair. Um, you. I only you, said C minus because the offense still right. put up 31 points. Yeah, so. no doubt the offense saves the day. You yeah. know, no question about it. Um, but. And and like you, I had no issues with the fourth down, uh, with them going forward on fourth downs either. Uh, I thought I didn't really mind the play call, so to speak. I would have rather somebody else be the guy on the play call, though. The one that Lamar didn't get the first down on, um, I'm not upset at that because, hey, if you, you know, you put the ball in Lamar's hand, the, the play usually works more times than not. I just would probably have ran it to the right side of your line yes. as opposed to the left side. Yes. Um. The fumble on the goal line, that, again, that's on the player. You have to go for that. You're, you're right there on the goal line. You yep. have to go for that. Again, I would have liked to see other players. Involved. Not the one with Lamar, but uh, Mike Davis is now he, – he's not your short down yardage back. He's not. He's not your short yardage back. I know you would think that this would be who would be the guy out of the group you have, but he's not. He can't do it. Give it to Ricard. I, I agree. The one carry Ricard got, he got five yards on it. Thank you. Give go it to him. Just go give it to somebody that's going to go forward. At and least. you paid him all that money. So exactly what is it that you want him to do? You know, you know I, I, I definitely would have gave the ball to Ricard right there and see what he could have given you. Uh, yeah, offensively, I don't have much issues with what Greg Roman did. I did feel like he took his foot off the pedal a little bit with some of his play calling. I would like to see him try to get the ball in guys like Rashad Bateman's hands more often. You see the guy can make plays with the yes, ball in his hands. He's very good in yak situations. Throw some screens at him. Do something. Yes. Get him the ball in more unique ways. He he has to do he has to get the ball more than he's getting, you know, because four catches isn't enough. I mean, I know he had the seven targets, and that's pretty good. But you want to find ways to get the ball to him easier sometimes, I think, because he's very dynamic with the ball in his hands. Uh, defensively, it was atrocious. You know, um, you, you, you allow two – granted, it's the two best players on their team. You allow both of those guys to go off with pretty much identical numbers. That tells me it's more of a coaching thing. I mean, you would think that the players are like, okay, I got to watch out for 17, and I got to watch out for 10. But it's got to be something that the coaches are doing to kind of cloud these guys, to kind of right. bring more people over to them. And I get Kyle Hamilton being in the wrong spot and blowing coverages. But if guys are saying that there's miscommunication, at some point, you know, the coaches got to do something. You can't just allow it to free fall the way it did in the second half, mainly in the fourth quarter. You got to try to stop the bleeding somehow. And I think it's on – clearly the Dolphins coaches found something. They Absolutely. found something. Yep. And it's on the Ravens to adjust, and they didn't adjust. Uh, so they get a D for me. Fair enough. Uh, to be fair, and, and, and to, prove, to actually confirm your point about um, Rashard Bateman, I just want to point out that um, Tyreek Hill and Jay Tyreek Hill had 13 targets. Jalen Waddle had 19 targets. And um, Rashard Bateman had seven targets. And Rashard Bateman was tearing up Xavier Howard pretty much all day. Oh. So. You know, it probably should have been the Rashad Bateman show uh, for mm -hmm. a good portion of the game on Sunday. So I think that D is also a fair uh, shake as well. All right. <sighs> that was a lot, man. That, that took a lot out of me because that, that, that to game took a lot cool. out of me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
that game was incredible. We saw some stuff happen that yeah. probably shouldn't have happened and stuff that we never thought we'd see happen. I mean, it was it had everything. It was a great game to be at. It was my first game covering the Ravens, a regular season Ravens game. And it was a crazy one to be at. It was at. crazy. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, for sure. So, you know, hopefully, look, it's week two. I hope we, you know, can talk y'all off the ledge a little bit. Um, it was not pretty, okay? But it's it's 15 more games, guys. It's yeah. 15 more games to go. You hope that they find a way to make some adjustments. You hope you get some healthy people back down the stretch and things will start to change around. So um, come off the ledge a little bit. I just want you to reel it back. Come back. back it's going to be okay. Um, for our next podcast, obviously, Coach Harbaugh will be speaking to the media. Uh, we'll be recapping that. And then we'll start to prepare for our next opponent, which is the New England Patriots for week three. So from Cordell and myself, Rita, this is Winning Drive. Thanks so much for listening.